Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ette with another episode of Eco Lawn Science. I have Doug came in the studio. If you've heard the episode that we did about the algae block, and I had to, while he was here, grab his brain and try to get more info out of it. So we're going to do another quick episode. So thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, so my guest is Doug Dickey. Hi. How you doing, man? And we're, um, we are filming. So if you see us on YouTube, this is us. That's Doug Ette here. Um, it's fall. Well, basically, it's been a hot, hot, dry, kind of an awful season. I'm, I'm just going to say that out here, here in Utah. Um, it's just been dry and hot and long. The lawns have been stressed. The trees have been stressed. Everything is just like barely surviving. We're coming into late September. The temperatures are starting to drop to the 40s a bit. Um, you know, it's the lawns, are, everything's starting to revive a little bit. I want to talk about root growth today. Okay. About, about root development because with my clients, I like to talk about potassium a lot. I like you know this time of year is the time I love to encourage you know anything root based. I like to do it in the fall. You may have a different take. We'll, we'll ask you about that. But your product Carbon One is is literally developed around root growth. Yes. Now we did our one of the first episodes of the show. We did a ton a long talk about Carbon One. So if you want to get into the science of Carbon One, you can go back. I think it's episode two, and you can hear the hour long conversation where he will exhaust your mind on carbon one <laughs> but today i want to ask him just in, in, in more simpler more fun terms well i don't know if anything we do is fun but in our terms uh, let's talk about root development and, and the role of carbon in in the roots so end of the hot summer we're coming into the fall what is your recommendation i'd like to talk about trees so people who may be planting mm-hmm. also a little bit about lawns as well okay uh th- the first thought that i have is root growth triggers every other mechanism so when you see roots grow, the plant's already made a decision. It's already uh, sent carbon from uh, wherever it was stored, you know, uh, or from the, from the leaves during the summer down to the root system. Feeds the bacteria. The bacteria respirate that carbohydrate, producing hydrogen ions. So the real key is the hydrogen ions. That's what stimulates everything. There's also some acids and exudates, which are like hormones, that stimulate the roots to push. So when you see the roots push, you know these other triggers have happened. Sure. So if I use phosphate or sulfuric acid or nitrogen, they all have hydrogen ions attached. So when the bacteria breaks them down to take the energy from them, it's a release of hydrogen. Anytime I release hydrogen, I'm going to get more nutrient availability, I'm going to get the bacteria to consume the energy process. I'm going to get uh, a restarting of that plant. Now, for the most part, all trees, all uh, um, perennials will grow spring and fall. Six, um, Six to eight weeks before you see any growth, any bud swell in the spring, it's already pushed roots. That whole period of time is for pushing roots. Then in the fall, after the leaves start to turn colors, you see the first frost, the plant then starts to push roots again. Send all of its energy down, whatever's not available, um, or whatever it can't store, it respirates off the tip. So it regulates these two growth patterns. How well your plant does through the winter because those biology have to stay alive all year long. Right. So they slow down in the winter because it's cool, but they're still consuming off the plant. So that's why if a plant goes too long into the spring and it's super-duper cold, the plant will die. 
It's not that it has all that energy still stored. It's been using that storage through the winter. Gotcha. So the bigger the root system, the more storage, the healthier that tree comes out in the spring. Same as if you have a, uh, a cabin and you're cutting wood and you're piling it up for a winter that's going to end in March. Well, if winter goes till June. You're out, yeah. Yeah, you're out cutting wood, you're out hunting, you're, you're out trying to survive without any more stores. Same way with a, with a tree or any type of perennial. And that, in lawn care, we're using phosphate, potassium, nitrogen, zinc, iron, uh, molybdenum, boron, all of these nutrients to trigger this response because they carry hydrogen with them. Some are much better than others, where phosphate carries a lot of hydrogen with it, uh, H2P2O5. So it has uh, a lot more power. So you see a root growth response, but then you see the phosphate in a salt form left over. Right, which you don't want. Which you don't want, And, and it's not available to the plant anymore. And so that's where using carbon, it's like delivering a pizza without the box and without the plastic. You just eat the pizza, there's nothing left over. If you order a regular pizza, you end up with all these boxes tying up the whole area. So that's, that's essentially what using nature uses carbohydrate as its energy source, okay. which is a very stable, like a $1 bill. It's very stable, solid. Just consistently you just, feeding. Yeah. That's right. What we use is an energy source that's not, it's made from CHNO, the components of carbohydrate, but it's not carbohydrate. And it's like a gazillion dollar bill. It's got millions of times more hydrogen ions attached. So it gives the plant a massive load of energy. And it has so much extra energy, it pushes a foot of roots. So we use that to our advantage. If you can get a foot of roots, then the plant's also going to be thicker, bigger leaves. Leaves are open. Almost always plants are dying because of root imbalance to the top. Right. Yeah, so it's going to be able to survive drought. It's going to be mm-hmm. able to survive the winter. Cooler water, yeah. deeper in the soil. Now, you said gazillion. Is that a technical term? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's uh, from the book of Doug. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So, so what, what is your recommendation to our listeners in the fall? Um, what do you like to so talk about lawn and tree? Do you recommend that saying, hey, don't worry as much about the potassium micronutrients? Let's focus on more of this carbon combination. Yeah, if you fertilized any time in the last year, you've got plenty of nutrient left, left over. We, we know from the books that only about 3% of the nutrients actually used by the plant at the time it's applied. Over time, it gets used. Um, with a summer that was as hot and yeah. harsh as it was, the roots are exhausted. The plant is exhausted. So supplying an energy source... And any form is beneficial, even okay. using nitrogen or things like that. The problem with nitrogen is it's going to force, or potassium or phos, forces upward growth. Right, which you don't want. You've had that all summer. Because it, yeah. it uses the carbon that would be stored to grow the top. Remember, the plant is 96% CHNO and only 4% nutrients. Every plant. They've, they've tested from c- cactus to you know peas to, to uh, uh, you know, what basil, and they're all 96% CHNO, various different changes. The nutrients is what changes between plant to plant. Gotcha. So they're all mostly carbohydrate or fiber, you know, materials. So, So you would recommend then staying away from your macros at this time of year and really focusing... 
if you have a fruiting plant, yeah. um, the macros help. Okay. But adding carbon, a lot of people put out manure in the fall. You know, it's a carbon source. Ends up having a lot of nutrient salts in it. But still, uh, using any type of carbon material, beneficial. Of course, I, I believe our product's by far the best because it's food grade. You can apply it. And if the plant's going dormant, it won't come back to life with our product. It simply stores more energy. Right. Be like me putting $50,000 into your bank account. It just gets stored until you're ready to use it. That makes sense. So what about what about trees? A lot of times in the fall, people like to plant, like right about now, mm-hmm. they like to start planting, you know, putting some new bushes, trees, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Any recommendations to help them push the roots, start start growing the roots? Yeah. So that, let's say they put it in the ground. The, the wonderful... Um, challenge we have in Utah is the soil, the Great Salt Lake, the soil is, is treacherous soil. It demands four or five times more energy to get the roots down through the soil. So think of, um, think of a plant, it's having to use up energy to produce sulfuric acid on the tip of the root to get the root to go through the hard rock or, or nasty clay materials. There's an electric draw in the soil that's much higher here so it requires, let's say, 10 times more energy, which is why our root systems are so poor in, in Utah. So we can apply our product, give the plant two or three times more energy than it normally would have. It allows that root system to set itself and store the energy. It's not exhausted putting it in there. Uh, some people, they'll, they'll dig up the ball two years later, and the roots are only an inch yeah. deep. They use our product, and we get six inches to a foot of roots in 30 days. Even in the winter, where the temperature is cooling down, we're creating warmth in the soil by stimulating the biology. Makes sense. So, so there's a benefit there. So then if you're planting now, you, you would recommend definitely get the carbon yeah. onto the roots, into the soil, and, and just really help those roots to develop, to go, to go deeper. Yeah, and J&J Nursery uh, in, in uh, Layton Layton. area. Yeah. They have the product on on hand there, by the way. Okay, that's Rob yeah. Rob Fustos. Uh, well, actually, I mean, he's one of the guys there. Yeah, yeah, it's at buddy. the nursery itself. Oh, at the so, nursery. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Mark Payne. Okay, Mark manages it there. But yeah, they can get uh, sample sizes. They they actually have a bunch to give away to people if people are interested in free product. We've supplied them with a bunch so people could see what it does. Okay, so people could actually get a hold of it and try it and say, hey, absolutely, yes, this works, Doug, or hey, I don't believe you kind of thing? Yeah, Very and, cool. and even if they go to our website, they get free samples there too. Just, just let us know. Send us an email. Awesome. We want people to know what this product does. And again, being food grade, remediating the soil, cleaning up the soil, uh, not adding two with a bunch of nutrients. Ours has very, very little nutrient. Um, that I think is the uh, a benefit that we have. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and and my favorite part too is just getting those good results for the clients for the the communities um, and not having to use so much nitrogen. Except you know because yeah. we, we've talked about that in other episodes about the damages of that. Yeah, and it, where it does damage, it's also really good. Without nitrogen, we would. I mean, we have a little bit of nitrogen in right. our product. Uh, nitrogen is absolutely crucial, but just not at the rates. Yeah, the that, excessive rates, yeah. Correct. And awesome. the moment you switch your energy source to something other than nitrogen, um, phenomenal, phenomenal results. Yeah. And you can keep adding more and more and more. And you, I mean, my, I'll, I'll show you a picture afterwards. My mother in law's tomatoes 
have somewhere between 75 and 100 tomatoes this big on the, on the tree. They're six-foot-tall trees. There's three of them planted next to each other. And they've been ripening 10 or 15 a week for months. Wow. And that's simply because we grew the root system so large, the plant had to throw more fruit, had to throw big leaves. Leaves are open, super healthy. Um, they're not these massive tomatoes. To regular, you yeah. know, beef steak size. Um, we're simply giving it what the weather doesn't give it in this area. Sure. Some areas you can grow tomatoes just like Florida, yeah, massive, because yeah. yeah, you have all that energy yep. from the heat. Um, other areas you can't because it's cooler. So we find people in cool climates, Alaska, buy our product because they only have 90-day growing period. Yeah, so crazy. if they can grow a root system massive in a week, then they're able to grow twice or three times more yield in that 90 day period. That's awesome. So yeah, just a quick summary. Yeah. Like to so this time of year after this crazy summer, definitely recommend focusing on root pushing, root growth, root development and, yep. and carbon. Carbon one is a great source. It's a great way to get there, to get you those roots to survive yep. the winter and then come back even stronger yeah. in the spring. And if you have a, um, if you're interested in our product and you have a, uh, lawn care company, yeah, Ask them to get it for you. Yeah. Uh, we, we got a call. A guy bought uh, 10 gallons just last week because one of his customers said, I've used this product. I want you to switch to it. They bought it. They said they're willing to pay for it. Absolutely. So now we have a, a landscape company that's, that's sharing the product. Awesome, man. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put the links uh, below, as always, in, in the show notes. Um, Doug, thank you for just a little bit of tips on uh, – on some carbon and, 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 yeah. and what to do right now. So you Absolutely. heard the message, get out there and get it done. Um, this is the time to do it, especially before it gets too cold, before it gets too, too frozen out there. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for coming by. Hey, thank you. Okay, Appreciate thank, it. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Eco Lawn Science, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>